This podcast is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. Whatever business you're in, BT's got your back, with reliable connectivity to keep you connected as you grow. Search BT's got your back. This is the Times Afternoon Briefing on Friday the 10th of October. I'm Jenny Barsby. One of the organisers of Saturday's pro-Palestinian march believes more than half a million people will attend the event. The Stop the War Coalition says coach companies across the country are reporting that all their vehicles are fully booked, with waiting lists in some areas. This comes as the row rumbles on over the Home Secretary's rhetoric about tomorrow's march. The Prime Minister has been called on to sack Suella Braverman after she wrote an article in The Times criticising the Met Police Commissioner for not banning it. It's understood that piece wasn't signed off by number 10, which is in breach of the ministerial code. The skills minister, Robert Halfon, appeared on Times Radio earlier, but didn't want to be drawn on the Home Secretary's future. I'm not here to uh, make judgments about um, individual uh, cabinet uh, members. You know, as I say, the focus of the government is to make sure that we have a peaceful uh, and successful remembrance weekend. A third woman's been charged under the Terrorism Act after images of paragliders were displayed at a pro-Palestinian march in central London on October the 14th. Gliders were used by Hamas terrorists when they attacked a music festival in Israel a week earlier. Meanwhile, two teenagers have been charged in connection with the defacing of the Cenotaph in Rochdale. They're accused of racially aggravated criminal damage after the words Free Palestine were daubed on the memorial on Tuesday. Prince Harry and six other high-profile claimants have been told by a judge they can go ahead with their privacy case against associated newspapers. The groups made a number of allegations against the publisher of the Daily Mail, including phone hacking, bugging cars and dishonestly obtaining medical and financial information. The newspaper giant strongly denies the claims. NatWest will not pay its disgraced former chief executive the majority of her £10 million discretionary payout. Dame Alison Rose stepped down in July after disclosing personal details about Nigel Farage's account to a BBC reporter. Times Radio's business correspondent Dominic O'Connell explains the reasoning behind the decision. So £7.5 million not being given to her, mainly because uh, the bank says in its statement that she does not qualify for this all-important thing, good lever status, which is something that's always specified uh, in banking contracts. Meanwhile, the UK has narrowly avoided a recession after the economy flatlined between July and September. It performed better than expected, though, as analysts have predicted it would shrink more than 0.1% in the third quarter. Chancellor Jeremy Hunt says Britain's economy is more resilient than people think. Of course, there's an impact as we bring down inflation. As we start to win that battle against inflation, we will be taking measures to unlock the long-term potential of the economy with measures to help people get back to work, to reform the planning system, to support our manufacturers. And when we do that in the next couple of weeks, you will see an autumn statement for growth. And the astronaut who commanded the first mission to take people around the moon has died at the age of 95. Frank Borman led NASA's Apollo 8 mission, which came back with a photo of the Earth that changed our complete view of the world. NASA's head has hailed him as a true American hero. And you can hear more on these stories throughout the day on Times Radio. The EY Tech Connect podcast brings you candid conversations about the most pressing priorities facing tech, media and entertainment, and telecommunications companies, and provides strategic insights on the key issues that matter to them, including topics such as the top 10 opportunities in tech, the next generation of gaming, the future of connectivity and content, and the latest talent strategies. The EY Tech Connect podcast is out now. Download today from wherever you get your podcasts. 